Hey guys, Shane here. I've always been upfront with my mental health issues in the past, and I'm a proud mental health advocate. This is why I know as much as anyone how important it is to get a mental health checkup. If you're in the market for a therapist, try BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. Financial aid is there if you need it. Visit trybetterhelp.com backslash rinse. That's trybetterhelp.com backslash rinse to get your mental health checkup today. The following episode of Rinse contains language or subject matter that might not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Rinse, Shower for the Soul Minisodes with me, Shane Fame Alexander. Cleansing your soul with quick and impactful discussions on health, wealth, and life. organization estimates that more than 264 million people globally suffer from depression and about one-third do not respond to antidepressants while close to 1 billion people suffer from mental illness or substance abuse disorder this is where psychedelics come in and health technology investors are now paying attention It's difficult to draw solid conclusions from the existing studies, but there's more than enough promise here to merit further research and further funding for that research. As Matthew Johnson of Johns Hopkins said, these are among the most debilitating and costly disorders known to humankind. For some people, no existing treatments help, but psychedelics might. One thing you might still be wondering is why so much of this research is so new when we've known about psychedelics for thousands of years. Well, since these drugs are so old, they can't be patented, which means that pharmaceutical companies don't really have any incentive to fund any research into them. So that really leaves it up to governments and private contributors to fund all these studies. And there actually was a lot of research done into these drugs in the 50s and 60s, but there was a big enough backlash to the abuse of psychedelics in that period, especially around events like Woodstock, that funding really dried up and research stopped. And that's why it's only now that we see this research happening with private and not government contributions. On May 27th of this year, Mind Medicine Inc., the leading neuropharmaceutical company of psychedelic-inspired medicines, announced that they'll be adding a psychedelic compound, MDMA, to its pipeline. But who is Mind Medicine exactly? They discovered, developed, and deployed psychedelic-inspired medication to improve health, promote wellness, and alleviate suffering. Let's go to Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary. He spoke to them back in March on why he's even 
investing in psychedelics. I think that can get very, very messy. What we're focused on is helping patients and the way to help patients uh, with, with lots of diseases here in the United States, mental illnesses, is to do that through the FDA pathway. There's a clear way to do that. That's how every single medicine uh, that has become approved has gone through the FDA. Why reinvent the wheel there? Um, you know, I think this is a really important thing. And, and by the way, you're not the only guy that I gave the handshake on to, to this. There's some pretty big funds in New York uh, that came into the pre-public round that wanted the same handshake because they can't be seen to investing into, into recreational, you know, schedule one narcotics. I mean, that's uh, just, it's not possible for, the, for their funds. And so that's why they were able to invest into us. Um, what I will say is we need to really focus on why we are doing this. What are the outcomes? Let's not focus on the substances. Let's focus on the potential outcomes for some really sick people out there. There are 40 million Americans that have anxiety. There are 20 million plus suffering from substance abuse disorders. These are big, big problems. And so to, to answer your question a little bit further, what else we'll be looking at besides our um, opioid uh, addiction focused trial uh, and our adult ADHD with LSD trial, I'm very interested in anxiety. Uh, we, are, uh, we acquired a, a phase two trial uh, from the University of Hospital Basel and Dr. Matthias Lichty, who's the leading researcher in the LSD space and has been for a number of years. Uh, and that will have some potential readouts in, in the not too distant future on that phase two trial. And I think that when, when we look at that trial, we're gonna be very compelled to go into the anxiety space and create a, a whole new drug program around anxiety. And we're gonna need it because COVID-19, I mean, I was, I was in um, the pharmacy the other day, just picking up a prescription. And the woman in front of me was, you know, the pharmacist was talking to, to her and she said, he said, well, I know this is, you know, your first time getting Xanax. Do you, do you understand what it's for? And she goes, yeah, I was watching CNN and um, my doctor said that I probably, you know, needed an anti-anxiety medication. So that's why I got this, you know. That's a big, big problem that's going to come out of here. And I think the next, you know, you know and I'm going to come probably come back here in a year or two, and we're going to be talking about the Xanax crisis. So we need to focus on disruptive technologies and solutions to, to mental health. That is what we are trying to achieve as a company. Finally, if I'm an investor in MindMed, and I am, what should I be looking for in terms of just scheduling or milestones in the road over the next year? What is it that you're trying to achieve that I should say that is a good milestone to achieve as an investor I'd care about? Just map me out the next 12 months. What matters? Well, look, I think it's very important to start phase two trials. And so we'll be, we'll be starting phase two trials very soon on, 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 on two drug trials. In addition, there is a lot of IP that we can generate out of this acquisition that we've done with the University of Hospital Basel. I would look forward to further IP filings around what we're working on there. And then some new ideas uh, that might be phase one trials, but could be uh, new forms of, of using psychedelics. So those are the milestones you want to look for because trust me, Big Pharma is interested in this space. They've really stayed in the sidelines to date. There was one company, uh, Johnson & Johnson, who was, who was working on um, uh, esketamine, which got approved, which is a, is a very similar to a psychedelic experience. 
and that was approved in Q2 2019. They are going in by 2024 consensus estimates say $1.4 billion a year in revenue. These are big markets. That's a, for treatment resistant depression. It's true. So it's un it's unfortunate they're big markets. I mean, solving for open. Thank you for joining me on this three-part series on psychedelics and mental health. If you have any comments on the three episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can get in touch at hostshane at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Rinse. Don't forget to share and leave a review. If you have a suggestion for the show or just want to get in touch, reach out to me personally at hostshane at gmail.com or follow me on social. On Instagram, you can find me at shanefame.com or famefriends or on Twitter, it's at famefriendspod. Rinse is written and produced by Shane Fame Alexander. Rinse is a Fame and Friends production.